Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan. Uh, welcome back. We took a little break there over the holidays, uh, and I uh, hope you didn't miss us too much. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, my good friend Jeff Devereaux with No Veteran Left Behind that helps uh, support these uh, this podcast and the initiatives that we're pursuing. Uh, I got a great uh, guest in the virtual studio today. His name is Rob Hawley. He's a retired lieutenant in the Navy and is the financial rep with the First Financial Group. And he's got some great stuff to share with us both about his experiences uh, tran transition out of the Navy, but probably more importantly, some things that you might wanna be considering with regard to uh, financial, financial planning and, and that sort of thing. So with no further ado, Rob, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, thanks, Mike. I appreciate you having me. Um, I'm excited to, to share some stuff and hopefully, uh, uh, provide some value to your listeners and, and uh, other veterans that might be listening and, and looking at transition out there. So, yeah, I am a retired Navy, uh, retired as a lieutenant. Um, was a Mustang through, and then I did another ten years in the Medical Service Corps. Um, I retired in 2012. Uh, got into a couple of different roles. So transition was interesting for me. Uh, I was definitely not prepared for it as much as I thought I did. I was I was <laughs> I was interested in getting out, but I didn't necessarily prepare myself for getting out. Uh, just to uh, you know, move to the civilian world and take on my next career challenges, get settled down at home, stop traveling. And uh, that was the easiest part of the transition. So I came out, went into a couple different business, uh, you know, in, in other people's lives and eventually found my way here to First Financial Group. I was actually recruited, uh, mentored. I was just networking um, with one of the partners here at the firm and uh, start telling me about the great things that they do and you know the aspects of planning and that was something that I really struggled with uh, when I transitioned out in, in 2012. Um, I didn't really prepare myself for it. Uh, the military does a great job of bringing people in and setting them up for the job that they want to do um, but I found a lot of challenge in the resources and information uh, that was provided to me to to prepare myself to transition out and to do things along the way you know I mean if I got a reenlistment bonus or you know when they came up with TSP you know, investment stuff on the side of there. I didn't get a lot of resources in the beginning in there. So I found a lot of weaknesses, um, a lot of issues and stuff that I had to kind of work through on my own. So it became part-time passion for me of getting myself straight, my family, you know, on a better trajectory, doing things and then sharing that with the people around me. Um, and then I found the opportunity to do that, you know, as a profession, um, as a career. And uh, it's really just, you know, my passion behind that has really helped me to, to launch that and do a lot of things for a lot of people. So um, I'm excited with where I'm at. And I really, I built that around, you know, wanting to become the person that I needed to be 15, 20 years ago that would have not only set me up better for transitioning out of the military, um, you know, but for better long-term wealth growth, better protection, uh, you know, asset, you know, income protection, you know, just put myself on a better financial place uh, and a better financial path. Um, so that's really what I do now um, is work with, you know, primarily veterans, again, because that's at the core of my, my passion and uh, where I know that I can make the most benefit and bring value to people. Um, and so that's what I do now as a financial planner uh, within that realm. I, 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 there's a message in, in what you say and there that uh, besides just wanting to help people, but that we get good at what we need. And then we, we know the service that we need to provide that we can use. And if you can do that, then you really are, it's not, you're not just doing something because you're going to work and, you know, punch no. the clock that you're doing, you're doing stuff that's good for you and hence it's good for other people. And you, and, and you discovered that and in, into the financial planning world, that's, that's you're, you're serving, you're serving your soul and you're serving 
other people, which, right. which is yeah. really cool. So tell us a little bit about what kind of thoughts and recommendations you might have. What, what, what should uh, somebody get out or should they even start thinking about their financial security before they get out or what, what, what are your thoughts? How do you, how do you help people? Absolutely. You know, I mean, that's a, man, that's an open-ended question for, uh, you know, should they start thinking about their finances? Yes. I don't care if they're getting out, getting in, um, <laughs> no matter where they are in their life, they should have a good financial plan. You know, that comes from the simple, you know, young guy, young woman who, uh, you know, are single coming in the military or just, you know, starting out in life in any career profession or anything, um, starting habits, starting, you know, the correct disciplines within their financial world. Um, and then knowing what that really looks like. I feel like the biggest thing that I see um, with individuals um, is disorganization, you know, is not knowing how all the pieces within their financial world are working together. Um, and that's really, I mean, it's, it's really, it's a pitfall of the industry. You know, financial services industry has not done a great job um, of doing what it should do or doing what uh, it's intended to do as far as taking care of the people. You know, there's way too much business, way too much sales. Somebody approaches you with a product, uh, you know, that's going to be great for you, you know, buy this now uh, kind of thing. And that's an issue. That's a, that's a big issue that, that we really need as an industry to continue to try to disrupt, you know, and bring back that, uh, you know, mission, that, that passion forward type of a, a business where we're there to help people first not to sell products first, you know, and once, once the industry and the, um, the business side get around that, then, then we serve people a lot better. And that's where I encourage people to get outside support, talk to outside plant, talk to planners, talk to people that are in the industry. Don't be afraid of that, but also filter that heavily. You know, um, if somebody immediately comes out and starts talking about a product that's good for you and they haven't talked about, you know, you or your life, your goals, your family, you know, where you're at in life, um, then they're, they're probably not listening well enough and they're just trying to sell stuff which isn't good um, so but definitely getting outside support you know as for anybody we only know what we know we don't know what we don't know right <laughs> so you know getting out there getting the questions asked having a professional look at where am I at financially how can I do things better um, and mostly those things I mean those are free things to have those kinds of conversations or at least it should be for the most part um, you know, to have that kind of a backup to say, hey, am I doing well? You know, your car, you get it inspected once a year. You know, your doctor, you go see him, you know, once a year periodically for physicals and gets checked up. Yet the most valuable thing that we own or that we have, you know, is our ability to earn income and, you know, our financial world that we create with that. But a lot of times we don't put the same oversight in the objectiveness and, you know, that, that review process that we do into the other parts of our lives. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, and it raises a question. Uh, and you mentioned about paying for stuff and what's free. Um, so if I understood correctly, it's reasonable to think that, that, I, that somebody, I can reach, reach out to somebody like yourself and we could talk about stuff and we could, you could give me a perspective and we could get to know stuff. And you do that pro bono. You do that free. That's part of the service that you provide. And, and you you charge me or there's financial uh, transaction when we when I buy something, when I invest in something or something sure. like that. It's not the, yeah. I, I guess people are would be reluctant to go to a financial planner if they felt that the clock started ticking and that, you know, I got to have to write a check to get up and get out of this office. Um, yeah. That's not yeah. the case is what you're saying. 
Not for me specifically. Yeah. Now there are fee for service that's out there that they can, you can come and you can give them 50, 100, whatever their prices for the hour and they will give you their wisdom and knowledge. And it can be very valuable, completely worth what you pay for that hour and the time that you get in there. Um, that's just not how I build my practice. Um, I am a, you know, military has performed to serve, right? You know, you got to perform, you got, you got to earn what you, you know, what you get kind of thing. I've always had that in my life and that's kind of how I feel now. I don't feel right charging people uh, for my time, even though my time is valuable because unless I'm providing value to them, that's what somebody would be paying me for. So until I can show and provide value into someone's world, why am I charging them? Why am I, why am I charging them? I wouldn't do that. Um, on the other side, yes, I, for, for the time that I do give, uh, you know, the time that I provide for them, the value that I do provide them to somebody, you know, and helping to improve their financial world. Yes, there is an expectation that, you know, when they do decide to bring products into play or, or implement strategies and things like that, that obviously I'm given, you know, the opportunity to provide that service. And then I get compensated by the companies that, that provide those resources. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess uh, everybody is at Warren Buffett. You can, you can go see yeah. him and he probably charges you to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. I, I my time you. isn't free. My time isn't free, but the conversation is free. Yeah. Uh, I got I do have to make a living. My my goal is. To yeah, just, yeah, and, and that's reasonable. just like everybody else. Yeah, but, you know how do I how do I enter into this? So maybe even the idea where talk to a couple of different people to kind of get a feel for if somebody's really there's got to be some chemistry. Yeah, um, well, for sure. And, and so talking to people and and then making a choice and choosing somebody as your financial planner. 100%, yeah. Great. So what um, uh, what process would you recommend that people, do they reach out to you, uh, make an appointment, or I, I'm assuming we can put some of your contact info on the yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm on I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, I have a, the website. I have a, you know marketing stuff that goes out just as informational. Um, I don't market stuff because I, I, the way I believe it is that I don't sell anything. I have nothing that I actually sell, so nothing I send out is a marketing pitch or anything. Um, but it's I just like to disseminate information. I feel like even as a population, if we know more, we do better. You know, if you know better, you do better, right? Um, and so I just, I love information output. And so I try to put information relative to anything in the financial world, anything to, to, to financial services, resources, things that are happening in the world, just try to keep the information flowing because at some point somebody's going to be looking for information and, and I want them to have, you know, the best access to resources that they can. So um, anything with that, an email, phone number, certainly, you know, attached to this, we can, we can get that information um, connected out there. And that's as simple as it takes. Send me a message, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm an open connector. I want to connect with as many people as possible because I feel like the more people you know, the more people I can touch, the more information that can get put out, then we just grow as a, as a community and a population. So. so we're really inviting our listeners to go ahead and uh, connect with you on LinkedIn and, and start taking advantage of some of the information that's there and get thinking about this. And, uh, and then if they want to set up a meet appointment with you, email, phone call, whatever, and, and, uh, yep make the connection. I believe in, in absolutely, there's no stress, no pressure or anything in my conversation. So the first conversation that I have with everyone is more of kind of what we already started about here, but just the philosophies and the issues and the things that, that people tend to see in their financial world, connecting with people so that they understand that we're here to help. 
you know, and to try to help people make better decisions, get access to resources, get organized, understand how to properly prioritize a strong and solid financial plan, financial strategy, you know, getting numbers working in the right way, you know, working toward achieving financial balance, there's power in diversification, those kind of things, but how to look at all that stuff, you know, how to have someone on the outside like me spending the extra time that maybe people don't have. That was my biggest problem was that I didn't have the extra time, you know, what I'm doing now for a career, I was doing in the extra little five percent of my day that I could possibly, you know, apply to, to my own life. So um, having somebody who's got the time to do it full time is, is a great resource. Um, but it's all just, you know, just providing information. This is what we believe. These are the philosophies that we withhold to in order to build a strong financial future. And then where you see weakness in your own strategy, where you see that, then we can delve in to find the best resources for that. You know, and then you get to make a decision on how you want to proceed with it. So Great. there's no pressure. There's no stress to it. I love it. I just want to educate people, get more information out there. If it works for you, great. If there's no need for it, great. I want to, you know, I stay friends with people that don't do anything with me. Uh, and I stay great, you know, friends with, with people that do do this. You know, I'm just about connecting with people and getting information out there. Great. Sounds very inviting. <laughs> well, well, listen, that's, uh, that's what we wanted to cover, uh, you know, get get to know you a little bit and get get your information out on the on the podcast. I have um, one more thing, if I could add too, if sure. if there's because I know it's a primary for veteran kind of populated. We also have it's the very first Department of Labor and Industries and VA approved financial advisor apprenticeship program for veterans. So not only helping veterans make better financial decisions, get better on for better uh, financial strategies and a better financial trajectory within their lives, but if financial advising or, or a career in financial uh, services is something that you're interested in, we have a fantastic apprenticeship program, two-year program that puts you in basically almost anywhere in the United States. We're growing and expanding, you know, where we can have people and tie people to mentors and get people in. Very structured program, allows you to access some of your GI Bill benefits um, to help stipend income while you're building your business so that at the end of two years, you come in with an interest, you know, you come out of two years with a business that you created that's your own business, fully up and operating, fully licensed, credentialed, you know, that you can walk and take anywhere with you. And, uh, yeah, and just create what you want to with it. That's great. That's so. There's really two two things for our listeners to consider. One is personally strengthening their their financial planning processes and thinking about that, but also as yeah. potential career. And that kind of goes to what we were talking about you and what you chose to do earlier, living living what your passion is. And, that's and right. That's part right. of that. So it's really cool. Well, listen, that that this is great. Um, we'll put your uh, information out on the on the podcast and uh, encourage everybody to reach out and join uh, connect with you on LinkedIn and, and yeah. um, make some connections and learn some good stuff about how to be more financially uh, in control. Of That's your right. Life. That's right. But we can do better. You know, we can do better with all aspects of our lives. It's just Absolutely. a matter of keeping your eye on it and being intentional in your decision-making and what you do every single day. And that's personal life, spiritual life, financial life, you know, professional life, no matter what it is, you know, there's always room to improve. And we do that by connecting with, you know, the people that are doing it right, connecting with successful people around us, you know, and just continuing to grow and, and you can make a better life. It can yeah. always be better. Just keep, keep striving for it. Take control and, uh, and take advantage of the opportunities are there. 100%. Great. Well, listen, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate you spending a little time with us today. Yeah, and thank you, Mike. Hope, uh, hope you continue to stay healthy and safe, and uh, we'll be seeing you around. You as well, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care.